Welcome to Camdeners, the official podcast for the Camden Clean Air Initiative with me, Jeffrey Young. In this podcast, we get to know and discover the lives of Camdeners, those special individuals shaping the unique and vibrant culture of the borough of Camden. Today, we're joining the studio with Terry Davies, who's the founder of Cyberdog in Camden Markets. Welcome. Thank you. Great. Um, well, tell us about yourself and... How did the idea of Cyberdog come about? Well, um, basically, I was always making clothes myself, like I think I was telling you earlier. Um, and um, But I went to a school that didn't really nurture that. So, you know, I didn't really train for fashion or anything like that. But I was a big raver, massive raver back in the day, late 80s, early 90s. And I, I went into these clubs and just felt like, oh, you know, I was at home. So, you know, I found my music, always loved music. But I couldn't find clothes that mm -hmm. I could find that matched that music, this new yeah. sort of scene, all this sort of acid house, techno. And 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 so I started to make some, you know. And, and one of the first things was you'd go into these clubs and they'd have backdrops that were sort of UV activated and they'd glow a bit. Mm. And I thought, I want to glow, you know, yeah. I want to glow. <laughs> you are glowing <laughs> I want to glow like that, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I started to... Um, experiment with trying to find actually these reactive inks, which I knew must exist. And um, also I'd sort of thought, well, in the 70s, they had a bit of that kind of hippie thing. They must be around sort of knocked on doors like Joseph and Mary really looking for a printer that would take us on. And we did find one and um, started to make these clothing and designs, T-shirt designs for clubs, you know, yeah. for, for me to wear. Yeah. And I mean, we started from a tiny little stall here in Camden. Um, used to have to queue up at the crack of dawn in that time. Um, and uh, basically, I'd make clothes that I want, often, usually in my size. And if we didn't sell them, I'd wear them or sometimes I'd wear them and then sell them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I didn't realise is that is actually looking back, you know, so there was not a massive business plan, but looking back, other people were also looking for that. So mm. I think that's probably why it took off. And when was that? Right. So the first stall, I mean, we're actually officially um, sort of um, celebrating our 30th anniversary um, in 24, though officially our first stall, the more temporary one, was Prior to that, but oh, so it could really be remember. the 30th <laughs> anniversary today. <laughs> yeah. But we we started like I say from like we used to have to queue up and get yeah. a, a um a, like a temporary stand, and then um we saw this wedge of land that was sort of like a dumping ground because Camden was very different back then, yeah. which I'm sure you also remember, and so you used to have all these sort of metal tables and then the arches. And so between these sort of metal tables where they ended and the, this one arch was this wedge of land. So we were in the queue for a permanent stall. And so we asked, could we have this piece of land? They were like, yeah, if you clear it out, you can have it. So mm. we did, cleared it out, painted it all black and put neon graffiti all on the wall. My dad helped and we put scaffold up. And that was the first sort of stall and, and sort of shop, if you like, that really could capture the imagination. I wanted it to be like a club. I really early wanted it to have music and glow and be like how happy a club made you feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, we talked about it earlier, but I wonder if you could share uh, where did the 
Where did the name Cyberdog come from? Uh, the name Cyberdog comes from uh, a dog. Um, I had a chihuahua and um, I was uh, looking uh, for a name for the brand. And um, I'd, I'd read this article in The Wired that was called The Art of Cybernetics, which was actually talking about the internet. But I mean, I was trying to understand it. And this word sort of stayed with me, cyber. Um so this one night when um, our dog did something really weird, this little tiny chihuahua, um, and he, he sort of was standing on one leg with his eyes all really open and found his voice. He had not barked for the nine months we had. And so, woo, woo, you know, this weird. I was like, you know, he looks like an alien. You know, he yeah. looks like he looks like a cyber dog. And, and that was it. I just knew that was the name. Yeah. Now, for someone who hasn't actually been into Cyberdog, how would you describe it to them? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, well, I suppose it's quite a multi-sensory experience. Um, like I said just now, it really from the very beginning, so obviously we've grown, but from the very beginning I really wanted to capture the vibe that you felt when you went into a club and, you know, you'd feel like you belonged and everybody, you know, um, it was shining and just an amazing experience. So it's very, it's it's got a very club-like feel. Um, we have a lot of art, art installations and lighting, and we have dancers and we have a DJs, <laughs> dancers in the cages, yeah. and down in the basement we have pole dancers, and so it's really quite a. Um, a multi-sensory experience, I think, visiting the shop. I mean, and and how, as um, as I said, it started with music and my love for music as mm -hmm. well. So, as music, music's like a like a tree, and and different genres come yeah. from those original ones. So you know, from techno, you'll have house, and you'll have deep tech, and all this stuff, and it branches out. So. As I'm really interested in that and I started to explore more and more different types of clubland, um, you'd see that there was other types of music. It was still still the same vibe, people gathering together, you know, music connects us. I really feel that. So you'd see that in all these different scenes, but there was different types of people. So as it's grown, I've explored over the years um, to start offering clothing for different types of scenes. So you have like the sort of more gothic scenes that, um, when I first went to those clubs, they were really still dressed quite, you know, hadn't really moved on and all black, black, black. Yeah. And I, I remember just thinking, um, you know, I, I think you could just add just a touch of colour here, you yeah. know. And so I started to design some clothes that were for that scene. So they were very fetish or gothic influenced and but adding some colours and just yeah. trying to modernise them. Yeah. And that <clears throat> really took off. Yeah. And um, so now when you go into the shop, so that's one scene and you've got like the sort of Ibiza clubby, happy house vibe. And you've got the sort of kawaii K-pop type vibe that, you know, we also have customers of. And then you oh. have the more street coming from grime rap and so on. So as the brand has grown, there's ranges. How I design the collections are for these different genres. And mm -hmm. in the shop, you can go into like rooms that are actually kind of merchandised for that vibe, for a particular vibe. So there's a really neon room and then there's like a more cutesy or way out room, if you like. <laughs> and then there's like the more gothic 
fetish room, yep. you know, so that is why it's like that. So it's kind of like an experience through different genres when you go in there. And there's an adult area there? There's an adult area as well. Is that popular? Yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> it's, it's popular. And that was just to, because again, even into that the gothic scene, what I went, I started to see that there was even clubs that were quite fetish in mm. their attire, but uh, it was still a club, you know, yeah. and still people having dancing and connecting in whatever way they yeah. want. Yeah. And um, so we branched into that and then we thought there was a way to bring in some adult um, items because everything was so seedy and we didn't want it seedy. So it's very fun based yeah. um, and tongue in cheek and yeah. a bit naughty. Great. So, And you're the designer still today? Yes, I am. I have a, a team that works with me, but I still oversee everything and design most clothing. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and um, is there demand? I mean, this, okay, let's, let's talk about the, the types of um, people that come into Cyberdog. There's lots of tourists. Yes. So the shop itself, I think, is a bit of um, an institution by itself yeah. now. Um, it was always a mecca for young people to come because it was somewhere they could come to have fun. I was there last weekend. Oh, right. <laughs> With my I hope kids. you had fun. So <laughs> yeah. that was the most important thing, to have fun. I wanted yeah. it um, um, to be accessible. And um, I was brought up in Essex, and so I was quite, you know, I used to dress quite wild. And so would I, I know what it's like to feel judged for what you are because oh. even if you're know, sort of a blonde Essex girl, you're judged for that. So it was really important to me that people felt safe and could explore themselves and have fun. So I think the type of people we cut that come into the shop are all sorts, from tourists and families and kids. We have a kids section as well because I had kids, <laughs> so I started to design clothes <laughs> for kids. Um, and then you have obviously young people from all these different, you know, walks of life and yeah. interests. And um, it's a real mixed bag, I think. Yeah. Do you ever have any after parties there or anything? Is that, <laughs> well, what's it like when you turn, a few. We've had when a you few. close the doors? Yeah, or... and and also um, I participated in a couple of uh, London Fashion Week uh, yep. shows. And um, bizarrely, my first one was during lockdown or yep. just oh, kind of yeah. coming out. We had yep. so we still did it. We did it in the shop, um, and um, we did sort of like a VR, um, VR oh. and real life sort of yeah. blend. It's, quite complicated wow. but it was really good fun and um so we've done things like that and then we've had parties yeah, yes, occasionally sure. parties but because of all the stock yeah, yeah, yeah. generally yeah. we try not to have too much yeah, yeah. well close friends <laughs> every day's a party yeah a party, close yeah. friends maybe <laughs> excellent now borough of camden what do you like about hanging out in camden well i think camden the same as a shop it's a mixed bag right it's a and that's what i've always liked about camden um it's just really mixed up and generally everybody kind of gets on uh, with each other. Nobody really cares where you come from. It's always been like that. And so you rich, poor, whatever you come from, it didn't really matter. You can kind of find your place in Camden. And um, I think that's always been the attraction for me, for mm. Camden. You know, even though obviously now it's central London, prices are higher and so on, but it's still got that sort of mixed vibe. And I think that's what... I like. Mm. I like a bit of grunge. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's still got a bit of grunge. It's a great place. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and and you you mentioned earlier it's changed a lot. The market's changed a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Early days, it was very, very small. It's just become absolutely huge. I mean, yeah. where does it start and where does it end? No, almost? no. And I'm a bit nostalgic. I mean, the, back in the day I did, you know, because it was so more brick and brack and a yeah. bit of that. And because I used to work on the stall, you know, it was like a little community and you yeah. got to know everyone and it was, 
So, you know, for me, it's a bit too, yeah, it's been a bit too interfered and developed. But, you know, it, on the one hand, I suppose it, that's life. You know, yeah. that's what happens, especially in London. Everything gets uh, a bit developed. But I think the essence, and we stayed there as well, which was quite important for us, I think, because we were born and bred there. Yeah. So wanted to stay there. And, you know, you have some, but it's changed a lot. But, and how many some originals. People would go through the cyber dog on a, on a oh, weekend. Oh, gosh, you know. Have, ever counted them, you know? Yeah, I, I actually probably through. have a note on my uh, my phone. I should have looked what, it up of that because I'm really rubbish with yeah. figures. Um, but it's, is it it's, thousands? Like goes yeah, through on I Saturday think or over, Sunday, over the the course of a year, you know, we have few few million visit. You know, we have really? a lot of visitors. Yeah, we Incredible. do. The shop does. And are people looking to buy some of your clothing online? You you have an e-commerce site? So yeah, buy... we have an e-commerce uh, site that we still manage ourselves. Yeah. I mean, um, when we first started here, it was a real interactive experience with spaceships and all this. But I mean, I think because everybody wants speed, yeah. we've come up to date. Though I did build in um, lockdown, I worked on building a virtual representation of the shop because oh. one of the things that really gutted yeah. me, well, as well as us surviving, yeah. but uh, which we did, thankfully, um, but was also that, oh, you know, people can't come to enjoy the shop. Yeah. So I, I got this idea to make a virtual representation oh. of the shop that you could visit. And in fact, we used to do party, virtual parties yep. and we'd incorporate Zoom as well as our VR world and we'd have VR people, you know, oh. avatars dancing with screens of the real world and the real world having the screens of the VR world. And that's also what I did in the fashion show. So um, our website still has a very small section of that. But yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have do so online as well. Any memorable moments, anything that you've kind of remember of, of something that, um, yeah, really fond memories of some of, some of your times oh, over the so years? Oh, so many. I, I mean, we've had some big laughs. I've got a lot of people that work have worked for me for a really long time, yeah. so we've got some, yeah, <laughs> funny old naughty memories probably. Yeah. Um, so a lot of them stay with me. Um, yeah. But I think probably... The one that really, really sticks to me, I think, is when I first went into a, a club and started to see people in Cyberdog and just, I, you know, seeing that and just going like, wow, you know, they've got my stuff oh, on. that. wearing I just, your yeah, stuff in other clubs and I stuff. I think that, yeah. that really, really stayed yeah. with me. And I think as you grow and you get busy, you, you, you know, sometimes I can sit back and I am still really proud of yeah. of, of uh, what Cyberdog is, but that early memory of how amazed I was yeah. that somebody else wanted to wear something I designed, is, yeah, that's yeah. probably pretty special. Yeah, I still get that feeling, you know, I created a thing called the London Coffee Festival in Shoreditch, and I, I occasionally see people walking around with a London Coffee Festival tote bag, and I go, oh. <laughs> I even sort of approach them. All <laughs> oh, right, so, yeah, still. Oh. No, yeah. sometimes when people ask me, oh, where do you get that? I really like your trail, or, you know, I really like that. And I, I'm just really low-key. I go, oh, it's uh, from Cyberdog, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, and anything you would have changed in your time? Anything you wish, oh, I wish I would have done that? No, I mean, I, if I'm honest, I'm not like ultra ambitious, which sounds no. really mad. So I think I've, I mean, we've done it probably the hardest way because we still make everything in house. We still make most all our clothing in London. Really? And um, yeah, we have right. 
a warehouse and a factory. And so, you know, sometimes people say, oh, you know, you could have done this, could have done that, sold it out. Yeah. And yes, it would have been easier probably, but I wouldn't change it. I mean, it's it's our baby. And, and I just think because despite that it's grown, it still stays really true to the original concept, as you know. So would I, I, don't, I can't think of anything I would change. <laughs> wow. You must be very proud of what you've achieved. Yeah. And when I'm asked about it or when yeah. I actually see it or or I suppose when I sit back, I can see it and I'm st- I am. But I think because you're just so wrapped up in every day, you know, I have a lot yeah. more stress now, now and um, I'm busy. So yeah. I, I, I don't really have time to think about it that much. You've certainly left your mark on Camden forever. Oh, <laughs> um, well, that's great. Yeah. That's the thought. And, th- and th- those big statues, those big yeah. um, cr- chrome or what, what is it? Yeah, so they're chrome. Chrome, yeah. yeah. How long have they been in place? Well, so from the original st- this first little wedge of land. Yeah. Then um, my dad lent me thousand pounds, which Ooh. was a lot of money at that time, to get the key money. You know, yeah. from a, a, a tunnel, there was a, a pine shop in there, and uh, they were moving out and offered us that space, and um, we took that gamble. And actually, we built this big metal frontage to look like a spaceship. And then Camden Council came and said we hadn't got permission. Oh, no. And then they said this. Camden Council, yeah, are you listening? Because it was the first time that we um, were able to really make the the experience really much more full. It was this tunnel and we were putting out interactive art. We could really do all the lighting. Yeah. And we had this metal frontage, curved metal frontage. Anyway, this lady came from Camden Council, you know, elderly you know, elderly. She, she was a bit, you know, older lady. And um, I thought, oh, no. And then she came in and we were playing and she sort of went, I think this is great. Yes. And uh, <laughs> we didn't have to get it taken down. So that's a nice memory as well. So, yeah, from that, we then expanded and we went into what we called the catacombs, which was a whole kind of yeah. uh, quite a few tunnels. I don't know yeah. if you ever went into that shop. It was a really cool space, all underground, loads mm-hmm. of t- different tunnels. And that's when we used to be able to zone out and make these different areas mm-hmm. with different vibes. Really happy there. But then when the market got redeveloped, um, we basically got told we had to move um, because they were opening them all up yeah. to create yeah. more space. So at the time was really gutted. and But they offered us this space yeah. and they were, they dug out this basement underneath the the um, listed building there yeah. and uh, which is our offices as well mm. but um so we were able to do it from scratch and yeah. we had no option anyway so yeah. we we built that from scratch and yeah. did everything we wanted and that's when we got the statues yeah and anything any new developments anything you got planned well we've got a new cyberdog bar Ooh. Yeah, yeah which is uh just uh on the high street Street uh, near the tube in yeah. the um, well, I call it the container market. Yeah. I don't know what this yeah. real name is. <laughs> um, <clears throat> up in the top, and yeah. it's it's sort of like a terrace. Yeah. It's got a cover, but it means it's a bit like a kind of it beat the beach bar, but it's yeah. not beach. Yeah. Obviously, it's an urban yeah. bar, and so uh, we've done that, which has been real fun, and uh, that's quite new. So yeah. um, we're seeing how that goes, but we're having fun with that. So oh. doing that. Get our listeners to check that one out. Something and new then, to Camden. And then next year, um, well, February, I will do a fashion show again oh, great. And, and do some kind of party to mark our 30th anniversary. Fantastic. 
Terry, thanks for joining us here today oh, on Camdeners. Thank you so much. And that's all this week for Camdeners. Camdeners was recorded in Serendipity Studios in Arlington Road for the Camden Clean Air Initiative. Time.